Hello, sports fans. It's that time of the week again. It's That's What She Said. Georgie Parker here, as always. And I'm joined by Ashley Nelson and Bubs, fresh off of her two hours out in the real world, Barbie Airy. Hello, ladies. How are you, Bubs? You feel like a free woman. <laughs> I got my bonus hour and a playground. Woohoo! Absolutely kicking life. That's a oh, yeah, huge that win, is. though. The playground is a massive win. And it's quite, I shouldn't say it's funny because it's not funny. However, it was, it was funny in our group chat when Paddock goes, oh, yes, playgrounds. That's what I was hoping for. Like, that is yeah. where we're at over in Melbourne. Yeah. And this is what happened, right? We got to the uh, playground and it was like one of those pool parties in Vegas that everybody's like, woohoo! <laughs> Drinks are flying everywhere and there's... People getting stuck on the monkey bars and there's a, there's a line up at the bar, I mean the ladder to get on the slide and everyone just wants to get in and there's one woman yelling, hey, are you going to move off the ladder because the kids want to go up there? I'm like, lady, just calm down. It's our first hour out. Let, let's, let's just calm down. Oh, you're going to have to start getting a door list for the playground. I know, it's like a COVID sort of conspiracy sort of, I don't know what the hell is going on. There's just too many people at this playground. Let's leave. Oh, she's like, but I just opened. <laughs> I reckon here in Perth there's going to be one less kid on the playground because I actually look out over a playground when I do this podcast and about five minutes ago there was a kid that was on like the Spider-Man web and literally fell off the Spider-Man web, did like this full swing, landed heavily, and all I heard was a mum go, ooh, and started dusting the kid off. And the kid was bawly, but all the mum could do was to get the sand off the small child, and they packed up and they went off. So, you know, maybe you have to be ruthless, just a little subtle nudge there to get one kid out of the playground. I know, a little <laughs> drop the forearm, I reckon. I've got to put teach some, her that, that's all. Put some slippery stuff on the, the plastic, <laughs> get them off one way and then wipe it off when it's Holly's turn. I, exactly, but she, she's get, she gets taught the manners. She has to wait for the little kids. She can't push push people Good. down the slide, I, even though I she got pushed when she was a kid. Anyway. Anyway, well, well, I will kid. suggest to our listeners... Um, a very, very good Instagram page. There's two of them. One is called Kids Getting Hurt and another is called Girls Getting Hurt and they're very, very funny. So if you want to go and look at some kids getting hurt. I have to say I did kind of laugh when the kid went over in the playground, Jess said, because like, do dumb it, shit. it was. It was. It looked funny and at the end of the day there didn't look like any serious fracture. Yes. And, and I, think I had that's... a wee giggle and then I felt bad. And then I'm back to feeling okay about it. It's, you've got to like have that first moment of, oh my God, are they okay? And then once you know they're okay, then you can laugh. (laughs) Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) No different to if you fell over. Yeah, I'll exactly. Quickly check, and then I get my camera out. Record no, I it. Genuinely think you would laugh first, and then you'd go, "Oh no, are you okay?" Manners, wow. manners, <laughs> check. You, but isn't that? No but isn't that right that you like you fake cry just to make people feel bad for laughing yeah, at you? Yeah, so you're like <laughs> sucked in. I'm not hurt, but you shouldn't laugh, bitches. Yeah. Yeah, or if you've gone down and you've made a really big noise because it really did hurt, but then all of a sudden it doesn't hurt that much anymore, sometimes you carry on a little bit and have a bit <laughs> of a limp because you're like, if I made that much of a noise, I need to kind of play it out. Yeah, You know, it's like That's when... Right. 
It's like when somebody goes down on a field and they make such a noise. It's like, oh, they've done an ACL. And then they come back on. And then it's like, boy, who <laughs> cried wolf. It was like, oh, well, you, nothing happened to you. But then, and you know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to say a name. You know exactly <laughs> who I'm talking about. Then when they go and do something major and they make a squeal, a squeal, and you're like, oh, <laughs> a squeal or a squeal. squeal. <laughs> um and then when they do do something serious and they make a noise, you're like, oh, she's fine. Like nothing's actually happened. And then you're like, you feel bad. <laughs> yeah, that something's actually seriously wrong with them and they've got a very big 12-month injury. But and that is you know, why we're all going to hell. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely going to yes. hell. There's no way I'm not going to hell. Oh, but do you know what? List. I actually thought today when, when I'm nearly dead, and hopefully I know when I'm nearly dead, I'll just say, so it's, and then it'll be fine. Like, that's the loophole of religion. Well, repent. No, no, <laughs> just say it, sorry. Repent. I'm 95. Say sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry for being Confessed. a for 95 years. <laughs> Repenting. You have to be genuinely sorry about it. I don't that's know the problem. Do. do you actually, though? Is that the truth? Is that true? How does it yeah. go? That's part of it, isn't it? That when you repent, you feel genuinely sorry about it. But hey, give it a go at 95 and let us know. We'll probably be there with you Bums if you don't will be, Bubs will be long gone. <laughs> you cannot tease nah, Bubs about her age this and week we'll get because into that. But karma we'll get has into come that. around. We'll, we'll get into that, guys. I just need to, before we start that, I've actually got a very, very fun fact for you. And this is wild. No, shut up, Ash. This is wild and I really, I really need your attention here. You guys listening? The problem with you build it up so much and then the delivery of it. No, this is wild. Listen, okay? This is what. Before colour TV, 75% of people dreamt in black and white. Ooh. That is wild. I think that's crazy. Now only twelve percent do, but I think that is crazy. I don't know what I dream in. What happens before TV on? was invented? Oh, I don't know. Would you dream in color? Well, no. Well, I'm sorry that these statistics are telling me that it's seventy five percent. I think that's wild. Can I, where's your source? Go and Google it, honey. Because Jake didn't believe me either, but it's true. It's true. Right. Mm, I like okay. this. It's true. I think that's really interesting. Is that Oxford? Or? Because do you know what? Do you know what, though? Because I remember when I was in Belgium and my housemate's boyfriend, he spoke like five languages, and he always said he realised when he was fluent in a language when he used to start dreaming in that language. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, and he goes, oh, that's when I know I'm fluent, when I start, well, I spoke a lot of Spanish that day, so now i dreamt about it. That's crazy. I think that's weird okay. too. Right? It's, it's weird. weird. It is I weird. I think that's wild. I just want to know what people are dreaming in before TV existed. That's, that's next week's challenge. Uh, that is next week's little trivia, and I'll come back to you. Okay. Okay. Okay, wild fact. Well done. I think that is, I think that is wild, and... I know people out there are going to be listening and agreeing with me. Right. It's one of your better ones. Thank it is. You. I, I can't surprised. remember last week's one. So that, I didn't do I'll one last this week. One. I, I took a bit of time off because I wasn't getting great feedback from you guys. <laughs> did, you, did you know? I've got one. I've got one now. 
Did you know that when they make like dance scenes in movies that there's no music and everybody in the scene has to dance yeah. to no music and they put the music in afterwards. So any time you see it like a people you get when they're when they when they shoot the shot. It's hilarious if you've seen it and they're all like what? dancing at the wrong beat. What was fact, that? <laughs> fact would have been better if you hadn't cut out halfway through. <laughs> oh, damn but it. it sounds great. Thank you for that. No. <laughs> and Parker is stoked that she has got the winning fun fact of this week through pure, I guess, luck. luck. Stephen Brad Bradbury of, of That's facts. fine. Who won a gold medal, baby? <laughs> All right, should we, should we get into it? Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, why not? That's the quickest we've ever got into it. Should we, do do you want to get into surprised? it? Let's do it. Now, Bubs, you've come to us with a tweet that has caught your eye. What? What is it? Um, I I was perusing the Twitter verse, and um, I saw something come up on my phone. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, Darcy Vessio uh, posted on her twitter today i went for a kick with my friend and ruptured his scrotum with a drop punt it was a penetrating kick he's back from the hospital and doing okay with the help of some strong drugs uh, peanut emoji <laughs> peanut emoji true story or do you think she's trying to tell a pun much like georgie parker's husband jake tries to do on a fairly regular basis Daily. No, I think I'm. I'm thinking it's um, it's a real it's a real situation, but um, yeah. I added in one for for just for jest. We, it happens. I mean, quite often in sport, doesn't it? The older ruptured scrotum. We well, had they're delicate, delicate nuts. We had yeah, and I, I do not want to feel that pain uh we had one that happened in hockey once and will you be able to feel that pain <laughs> no well, i doubt it i don't want to have the equivalent and uh we had one happen in hockey end up having to get one removed so of course as the friends that we are we sent him a gift basket full of nuts no. <laughs> or you could have sent him a, another hockey ball <laughs> So, so many options. Like, it was it was great, um, but it kind of got us thinking. What are um, some of the most random kind of injuries we've had? And we did speak. You did mention earlier, Ash, that I probably can't talk about Bubs being old because I've got a bit of karma this week because I've yep. had just an absolute nothing injury at the moment. Made me really happy actually when you mentioned that you are down for the count at the moment. You've been down for the count for the past week, and this is one of those things that once again you're injured, and I'm laughing at you. But I feel as though when you give it out and call Bubs old, karma whack whack she, whack, and it's fair enough. She she is older than me, <laughs> but you've got the body of. Hey. An 80-year-old now, well, essentially. I like to lift weights and everything like that. That's why I'm not getting injured. So I go to the gym six days. I would train as much now, more than I did when I played footy. Anyway, I was walking, literally just walking on the beach. Lovely day, beautiful, sunny, you know. sunny Perth weather. And I was just walking and 
little bit of a dip where I wasn't expecting. And you know how you can jar your back? Steps mm. jarred my back. And I, dead set, have not been able to do anything since. This was last Tuesday. I've gone to the physio nearly every day. I've got my wheat bag here right now because I've got to carry this with me everywhere. I'm on, on my old tramadol. I am a very sore person, like tears, absolute like tears. It's the most pain I've ever been in. And that was just for doing absolutely nothing, like absolutely nothing. And this is karma and I'm aware of this. This is karma being mean to you, bubs, because actually last week our um, editor, Ollie Jones, sent me a still of when I did a joke about you being menopausal, which didn't go down so well with you, and he screenshotted it of your face when I told you that story and just said, bubs didn't seem to like that one very much. So I am well aware that I deserve this right now. However, it doesn't make it like, it's quite funny that I literally was just walking. I, I am seriously, I'm one injury away from getting um, sandals with like, uh, like support, you know, support. those funny, <laughs> yeah. yes. Oh, like those Archies, Archies. Yeah. I'm them. one, oh, I'm one injury away from getting them. I've never felt so old in my entire life. And that's probably the worst part of this. What's your low point? That's I what mean, happens with the back. The, the last week, when have you realised that at the moment Jake needs to support you? Well, the first day he had to take off pants, shoes. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't, like, put on a bra. I couldn't undress myself or dress myself, so I knew. However, there is a plus side to this. I haven't had to cook in a week. What? I haven't had to, I didn't have How to How did you get home? Washing. How well, did you get home? Well, that's it. No one could pick me up. So I had to, I had to, so what happened? I walked awkwardly. I'm like, oh, I was like, froze. I had to, I got myself down on the ground and lied on the ground. <laughs> this might help. And then you couldn't <laughs> get back up, right? And then I was like, oh my God, I've got to get it back up. I've got to get it back up. And so I was three and a half Ks away from home with Stella. So I couldn't order an Uber or anything because I had a dog and I had to walk home and, you know, she's being a dog, like wanting to sniff dogs and pulling out my, oh, stop. It was the worst it was honestly horrific. Um, I, I literally have had surgery on two of my legs at once where they scraped the muscle off my bone and this back injury is worse. worse I, yeah. Oh, newfound respect for people with chronic pain. That's for so sure. moving forward, no more menopause jokes, no more old jokes. <laughs> oh, no. It's, no, it's worth You've it. You've been struck down <laughs> in your prime. <laughs> It's worth it. Life is all about choices. If this is my prime, that's sad. (laughs) This is not my prime. It's been a long week. It has been a long week. Um, I don't like being um, kind of incapacitated. However, Ash, you've got quite a funny injury. I did. I got, um, I I don't think it was from being mean to bubs. This was before (laughs) pre-bubs. This was PB, pre-bubs. And I... um, I think I had just finished hockey and so I had maybe been doing a little bit of like rehab and trying to get back into to playing um, and I flipped my hair over. So my hair was out. I flipped it over to, you know, when you flip it back to tie it up into a top knot? You whip your hair back and forth. I was whipping my hair back and <laughs> forth. <laughs> and as I flipped my hair over, I put my neck out and I could not move my head to side to side. And I actually couldn't drive for about two days because I literally could not rotate. Um, and at that moment in time, I went, 
I am old. Like that is, that is an old person's injury. And then I even proceeded to do something worse after that. People said, oh, how did you hurt your neck? And I'm like, oh, I think it might have been because I slept funny. I mean, you lied. How do you sleep funny? Like I just, I just think that is, (laughs) I just think that that is like the old person statement when they hurt their neck. Meanwhile, a bit funny. Bubs is sitting there, smug as anything, on her castle, being, "Well, I am old, and I don't do these old person injuries." No, my fa- my the only one that I ever had uh, happen in our team was one of our best players, and we we're going for the semi final in the this junior um, World Cup, and one of the girls was sitting in the bus, and one of the girls behind her was mucking around and just jerked her seat forward. And gave her whiplash and she couldn't play in the semi-final the next day. She gave her such a bad whiplash that she got concussed and couldn't play. She was knocked out like, you know, the the doc ruled her out. And they're like, can't help it. It's a head injury. It doesn't matter how it happened. Junior World Cup, I was doing a warm-up. And you know when you do trunk rotations? And I had my little chicken wings out and I was (laughs) rotating around. I hit a girl on her behind her elbow and it hit her in such a spot that I actually affected her nerve, like it entrapped her nerve. She couldn't hold on to her stick. She couldn't play the Junior World Cup because of (laughs) not being able to hold a stick from me warming up and elbowing her in such a spot that it entrapped her nerve. I mean, what are the odds of that happening? No. What about chicken wings, danger chicken wings? You'd need to put signs on those things. There are so many dumb injuries out there. That. That's one of the dumbest, Ash. That was that, that was dumb. Is... And I felt bad. And I thought I was actually same sort of thing. I felt bad because initially I laughed. And then she was like, actually, I can't move my hand. My hand. Who was that? <laughs> and um, her name was Jill. This is bad. I can't even remember her last name now. She Jill. was from New South Wales, Jill. Mm, that's I, bad. Um, oh, I was once warming up at a risk of just going around the circle doing dumb injuries. I was once warming up and doing some leg swings. <laughs> I went to do like a forward back leg swing. Didn't realise there was a bench behind me and just went poof with my calf and so I corking my calf. But of course I'm not going to go and tell somebody that that's how I hurt I got hurt hurt yourself. I'm going to tackle. Yeah. Tackle. And another time I swung and did a full air swing and hit myself on my ball of my foot and then I could pass. How does that happen? again. <laughs> Could not How tell is your ball of your foot showing? That's oh, good. it was like stepping in front. And, oh, and so of course I couldn't tell tell <laughs> anyone. So yeah, yeah. Own, own stupidity, you've hurt yourself. Rach Lynch, well, goalkeeper of the year, she slipped when she was in the bathroom, I think because of the ice bath, broke her toe because she was rushing and then she couldn't play the remainder of the tournament because toes are like, they're, they're hard to get right. I, yeah. I broke two of mine and I had to cut holes out of my shoes so that my toes could, like, wiggle around and not get compressed in the, the shoe itself. Yeah, that was the Commonwealth Games, which we won a gold medal at, actually. We, fun <laughs> fact. just like to add that in. <laughs> fun fact, we scored with one <laughs> second <laughs> remaining <laughs> and then also went on to, to beat England. Um, so, you know, Very good times. Glad that we could bring that up. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Have we told you that we're two-time Commonwealth gold medalists? Oh, I am. Are you, Parker? I'm only one. I'm only one. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> Our 
our favourite segment of the week, Ashley Nelson. It's half time. No, what's it half Nelson with you, Ash Nelson? It's your favourite segment that I can't remember the name of. <laughs> and uh, today, guys, I well, actually, I was just about to do a different sort of segment, but I've realised where we're actually up to. Um, now, today, <laughs> I thought. <laughs> Like, where else do you think we're up to? Well, I thought that we're going to talk about the US Open. No, that's further down. I that's did send a run down. sheet. <laughs> probably why. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's the Tramadol's fault. Anyway, we move on because I actually do have something prepared for this half, Nelson. Susie Moroni became the first person today to swim from Jamaica to Cuba. I don't know. How far is that? Scheme of the, I don't know. I didn't actually look too much further into it. I didn't even know that that's a big thing to do. Well, you question my facts, so I'm going to question yours. Well, I'm not really stating it too much of a fact. It just is a lead-in to my question. Right, off you go. Sorry. Okay. So I want to discuss swimming because I feel as though, now this is a big statement, but I think that Judge Georgie, would be on my side with this, which doesn't mean a lot. Do you want me to get my Judge Georgie stinger can, out? Can we have a half Nelson meet a Judge Georgie, Georgie segment, do you think? I think so. <laughs> this, is a first, this is a first for us. <laughs> ask, ask the question and then I'll bring out George. Right, Judge okay. Georgie. Swimming, is there a worse sport? My answer no, swimming is possibly the worst sport <laughs> that you could get into for a number of reasons. Um, you got this written down. What the the, the worst reasons? Oh no, just I'm gonna I'm gonna spitball here. We can all brainstorm together. Uh, and I'm also interested to hear whether or not you think there is a worse sport. Swimming, your hair turns green. We all know that. Georgie Parker, you had an incident where your multicolored oh, hair went to do that. significantly green. The smell of chlorine, it just lingers on you the fact that you have to get up in the morning to actually get into a cold pool just screams horrific wearing goggles having to put one of those uh what do you call them again the cat swimming caps on i think is awful i have got no and then not to forget that you've also got to keep your bikini line in check on a very regular basis as well at all times there is nothing that really appeals to me about swimming no, when I went to the, when I worked at the VIS, the swimmers would come in. Not only do you have to wear goggles, but they make your eyes turn inside out. Like all the swimmers had like these little, um, I don't know what to call it, but balls <laughs> or protrusions that sit on top of it because of the suction of the goggles that actually draw your eyelids forward. It, that, that would just have it for me. I wouldn't be doing anything if my face looked like that in the morning. Now, Judge, Ju- Judge Georgie is going to come into this. You are about to enter the courtroom of Judge Georgina Parker. Because I've got a big statement here. This is a bold statement. Swimming, and I, I think I might have said this on air before. Swimming is not a sport. Oh, now it goes completely different. (laughs) Swimming is a discipline. It is not a sport. It is you do not play swimming. You You do swimming. You don't play it, you do it. 
It is not a sport. It's something you do. Same with running. That's not a sport. It's just something you do. It's a discipline and it's, it's competitive and you're still athletes, but they're not sports people. They're athletes. Mm. And that, that is I am call. aware that it is a big call, but I'm also on your side that it is a horrific thing to do because I've got a couple of reasons why I don't like swimming. Why? You get wet. Why, when they're full-time swimmers, do they train at 5 o'clock in the morning? Why? Train at 9, like every other full-time athlete, firstly. Two, you don't get to talk to anyone. You're underwater. Boring. I'm sorry. Snore. <laughs> Three, anything where your whole aim is to just hurt is not okay with me. Like, I think this with, like, swimming, rowing, kayaking, anything like that where, like, like what's what was our worst part of hockey, Ash? The running, right? The running, yes. That's the worst part of it. All they do is the worst part of oh. our sports. Like, <laughs> that's well, anything, all they do. I, I agree with you. Anything where you don't get to play can't be fun. It can't be it. fun. You can't Why even see it? your opponents. You can't no. even see your opponents. Like in the sprints, especially, you them. you're just like you're just like bash in the water and then you, you you touch the thing and you turn around you got to look at the and clock you hope. to see if you've done anything and you hope like did i win where's the clock <laughs> so on that note no, i think we can yeah. agree that it's definitely up there i'd like to throw um two others into the mix as well to round out about a top three i would say second on my list is hurdles middle distant hurdles because as you said parker <laughs> running's not fun Imagine then asking someone to try and jump at the same time as being absolutely fatigued. Uh, it's not a normal movement. I don't do jumping at the best of the time, let alone when I'm having to run. So I think that comes in second. And then I'm going to throw a team sport in there, which you do play. But I think that the only reason why you make it through a game is because you just want to survive. And that's water polo. Uh, that is yeah. the most horrific sport that I've ever played. I went there and played one game in high school and then my friend after school was like, hey, we should go play water polo again. I'm like, do you remember how close to death we actually came? No, I will not be playing water polo. And it mixes swimming in with, you know, drowning. And, and <laughs> they scratch you, they pull you under. I'm, I'm very in agreement in the water polo. It's a very hard sport as well. And I just want to put a disclaimer out there. I understand that some people like running and some people like swimming. I just don't understand why personally, but that's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, and I'd also like to agree with you with hurdles because I think a 400 meter distance is up there with the worst. Of course we watched, I hope a lot of people out there watched Freeman last night, the doco on Kathy Freeman's um, iconic gold medal at Sydney Olympics. And I think the 400 metres, just how much hurt that is. That used to be the worst distance, right? Add some jumping. Let's add some things you've got to jump over in that. I'm sorry. No, thanks. And if somebody said to you, let's do it, I'd be like, hell no. Um, I don't think I could jump over hurdles anymore. I think my ment- mentally I wouldn't be able to get over them anymore. Oh, I have a trouble with them at training. Like if, if there are hurdles out in the training track, I, I literally have an anxiety attack. Oh, my God, they're stressful. 
That's I look so like true. Josh Kennedy on his like run up to kick a goal, trying to get the to a boots. hurdle. Just <laughs> little Freddie Flintstone <laughs> yeah. feet in the the run up to it. I I just there's no way I'd be able to get the timing right. Um, but all in all, I feel as though this has been um, a very good half Nelson and Judge Georgie, where we've almost reached a consensus. I, who would have thought? It's uh, weirder things have happened. It's 2020. <laughs> that is true. I like the combo, though. I do like the combo. Um, hmm. Thank you for inviting Judge Georgie into your half Nelson. Well, because there is no run sheet, so I can do what I want. <laughs> yeah, there is. It's just I just didn't send it. <laughs> it's the tramadol. <laughs> <laughs>
more often pretty good ones. Oh, 100%. But there's also been some that have, you know, come out of rookie draft picks. Good number twos. Yeah, we love a number two here. We know that. But there have been, you know, look at Matt Prittis, for example, come out of the out of a mature yes. age. It, it's, I don't think number one doesn't necessarily mean that they're down to be a Brownlow medalist as well. So, but what do you, I mean, what's the benefit of finishing second last? It's just saving face. Really. I mean, it's still a pretty Pride. crap position to end in. It's like Pride. if, I went, if I went to a quiz night, I would rather finish last because at least I'd get a last My money back. <laughs> um, yeah. Off topic, we digress, but I have a, a bet every year with one of my friends from school. Um, he goes for North Melbourne, I go for Crows. Whoever finishes higher on the ladder has to pay for the other person's club membership. So say Crows finish higher Ooh. than he pays for membership. This year he's going to win from 17th position. <laughs> <laughs> How sad is that? <laughs> I hope you've been saving, putting aside a couple of dollars a week just in anticipation. Yeah, that is sad when North Melbourne, he's a North Are Melbourne supporter you. and they're above you. Yeah. All right. I've got another one. Now, has he paid your membership for like 10 years or something? <laughs> He's paid for it for a few years, yeah. But um, sometimes, sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes I have to pay. Not, not often. But it's about faith in your club. That's what it's about. He has faith in his club. I don't know why. I like anyway. how he didn't change that team, though. That's, that's not Collingwood, is it? Well, no, because I didn't play for them. Okay. So, uh, this is and what I'm saying, guys. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing this since I was at school. Anyway, okay. would you rather finish top of the ladder and get knocked out in straight sets or finish ninth and not play finals? Get knocked out. Oh, it depends, actually. Because you don't win. Right you don't win. No, right at this moment, like, we're not making hockey finals and I am so happy that we're not making hockey finals. And if I was faced with the choice of making it to finals and getting knocked out straight away, I'd be like, I'd rather just have my weekends and not even put the effort in knowing that I'm going to get kicked straight out. But as a professional athlete, not as a has-been, I would have wanted to go into finals. I mean, I look at when when we were in Rio, and of course we wanted to make finals, but we didn't. Well, we got knocked out in the quarterfinals by New Zealand who then went on to not medal, had to play another two matches and not medal. And that was so bittersweet for us. I loved that. <laughs> the team that knocked us out didn't medal. And we got to have a week of party and they had to play two extra matches and still come no Didn't better than any. us, really. <laughs> yeah, like that's worse. So I guess maybe another question, which might be more um, a harder one, would you rather finish eighth? and play one game of finals and get knocked out or finish ninth and play no final? Ninth, no final. Uh, no re- any any reason behind that, Bubs, or are you just <laughs> being very, no, because, very concise with your answer there? <laughs> well, because I, I don't even know if my internet's working, so <laughs> I'm just waiting to see if you... Oh, yeah. Oh, nah, couldn't hear you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we, might just, we might pick and choose when we listen to you. <laughs> no, I'm with, I'm with the same. If you're, if you're going to have, um, you know, a, a week off rather than and then play a week or, and then get knocked out, yeah, that's, that's a long way down the table, eighth and ninth. If you're finishing fifth instead of fourth, then no, I prefer to make finals. 
you know, a little bit higher yeah. up the table. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and last one for you. This one will be a very easy one for you, Bubs. Would you rather end your career earlier and be at the top of your game or B. play as long B. as you can? I <laughs> play as long as you can until they don't pick you anymore and you get dropped. Bub, you don't actually need to provide an explanation because for this. There, <laughs> I, live, I live my, uh, my explanation. Because there are a lot of retirements at the moment um, and some of them... Um, are, are, some of them, you know, they're good, you know, announcing their retirements um, for next year or say it's my last year, whatever. And there's some, of course, that, you know, you've had a little tap on their shoulder. Um, I don't know. What would you do, Ash? I don't know. I mean, I like the thought of playing. I think I'd rather play as long as I could and then be asked to leave, which I think essentially happened to me. Being asked to leave, <laughs> oh, being asked to leave is different, though, than... Yeah, we'll come for another year and then not getting picked for that entire year. Mm. I I just feel as though if you were at the top of your game and you called it quits, I would be left going, what more could I have done? Could I have been part of a premiership uh, side? Could I have been a better player? How many more games could I have gone for? So I feel as though you'd probably leave it wandering a little bit, um, what could have been. But then also, I don't think there's anyone that has played an extra year that has been a legend of the game, has played the extra year, didn't quite have the year that they imagined, and then almost had that legend status taken off them. No, maybe not taken off them. However, I know from people that I know, it's tarnished the game from having a year where it was a hard year as opposed to an enjoyable year. I guess that's probably where your line is if you're enjoying it. Like, Bubs, you yeah. love it. You love, I love it. it. Love, yeah. love it. I, I, I hated it. <laughs> Whereas I hated it. I, I think it's it. the environment you're in. If you're in an environment where you're enjoying it and you're being challenged and you're still finding yourself growing and getting better, I think at, at some point if you're, if you're retiring and you're, you've stopped enjoying it, that's the, that's the main factor. If you... If you wake up and you're like, shit, I don't want to go to training, then you know the answer. But if for me personally, I can't wait to get to training. I can't wait to, to, to sit on the bench. That's just it's as lame as it sounds. I love that. I, lo- I wish I had that passion. I really that's, do. I mean, that's, you're coming from it from a different perspective. I reckon that there are also some people that come from it as a transition year. So they're going from... Uh, being at the top of their game to knowing that they're not going to be part of the football club or, you know, um, A-League or you know, whatever a sport you might be playing, they understand that they're on their way out. And so maybe their mentality shifts a little bit and saying, well, I'm not going to be having my best year on the field, but I still have something to contribute at training. And that's what their purpose is. And I think if you've got a bit more purpose to why you're there, the team values it, the coach values it, well, then maybe you can kind of have a bit more of a, a longer career without tarnishing your reputation, so to speak. So some, I think some, that we, we are quick to get rid of players sometimes from d- certain sides um, because of oh, age yeah. or because of we kind of go, oh, we need a fresh new young player kind of coming through and to give them opportunity when there's still plenty of value. Yeah, I think it, at most most times it's because um, your ego gets in a way and, and it happened to me where, you know, 
I can't believe that I'm not going to play or someone's getting picked over me. And you have that really loud argument and then all of a sudden you get stripped of everything and you're like, hold on, I prefer to play, I prefer to be in the environment than have nothing because I got injured. Um, and then I wasn't getting picked because I've got injured, but then I got into this great environment and your ego gets pushed aside. So when you're fully fit and then, you know, you're having that conversation and being told, you kind of take it as an ego hit and you're not, you, you would rather not do that. No, I'm not going to sit on the bench, that sort of thing. And you're, I, only your ego is getting in the way. And usually a team might have a different spot for you, but because you you feel differently about your position in the world that you just kind of rebuke it. But, you know, I, I got through that and still kept playing. You love it. You I never did. not love it. I love it's, it. Actually, it's actually, I wish I was more like that as opposed to the bitter old bitch that I am. <laughs> With a sore back just to make you oh. even more bitter. So Girl, bad. you ain't playing sport anytime soon. Oh my god, God no, it's fucked. Alright. <laughs> I'm a potato. We're all potatoes. It's that time, it's our Spud Awards where we're nominating some fries all the way down to the worst dreaded boiled potato of the week. So who wants to kick us off? Me, please. Go Can I? Yeah. Great. All right. Boiled potatoes, big boiled potatoes to knee injuries in the AFL because there's been a bit of a spate mm. of the Western Bulldogs, Tobin McLean, Kicked a goal and literally a minute later went down after his leg got caught underneath another guy in a tackle. Basically, a big ruckman landed on top of his uh, leg. And um, as soon as he saw it, he knew that it was going to be an ACL. Irving Mosquito, uh, the young bomber, really exciting. He did his ACL, ACL as well. So boiled potatoes to injuries like that. We don't someone like seeing them. Theirs. Someone else did it as well um, from Hawthorne. Hawthorne, yes, yes. Um, Bad week for them. It was. Uh, but I'd like to give some uh, big Frenchy fries uh, with a bit of chicken salt on them to Western Bulldogs coach Luke Beveridge because as soon as um, Toby McLean went down with his knee injury, Luke Beveridge came down from the coach's box basically to check if he was okay and understood the significance of the injury. And I just thought that that was just a really nice touch from the coach to, I guess, show that, you know, that people's health and players' health is bigger than the game and getting the job done, so to speak. Um, it's nice when we can still show compassion to each other on the field during the midst of play. So um, probably that's my French fries. Probably helped they were well ahead, but very nice gesture because it takes a lot. It's Although, do you know, there's a lot more coaches down on the bench now than there have been. There the is, time. but he did leave the box to come down yeah, at that no. moment in time. But there are a lot of coaches coaching from um, the, the bench now bench as well. Now. I think looking to get a different perspective and have a bit more engagement with the players as well. Yeah. So, Well, coming off of that, I've got coming off this person, Tom Brown, he came off some sweet potatoes last week for his journalistic effort uh, with the kebab gate, um, the Richmond kebab gate. Was it quattro kebabs? From, from what? Quattro kebabs, four kebab? 
story. Yeah, it was a full commercial story. So he came off of a pretty good effort last week. I said it was great journalism, great journalism from him last week. He's come out with this doozy. So I'm going to give him maybe some um, baked potatoes. Oh, not like, too bad. No, but it's very funny. A bit of a jacket potato. Yeah, a jacket potato. This is very, very, very funny. Yeah, Dyson Nibbles had surgery or knee surgery on his ankle and his season's over. <laughs> <laughs> Dyson Nibbles had knee surgery, well, knee surgery on his ankle. Right? Now, I'm, I'm aware that he said needs surgery. Surgery. However... Yes. It sounds funny. like knee surgery on his ankle and it is very, very funny. And then somebody underneath that has said, medical doctors refer to it as a full knee relocation. <laughs> <laughs> it made me, I genuinely laughed out loud when I heard that because it's just classic Tom Brown. It was so funny. Oh, I day. feel great as though <laughs> that I cannot laugh because I know that somewhere along the way, there is going to be a time doing a live cross where I say something stupid and unintended. But it's still funny. It's still <laughs> funny. Very funny. You gotta and laugh at yourself, honey. Yeah, oh, I, no. I said on on live air once when we were commentating hockey. I said, "Oh, they play. He's playing with his balls or something like that." <laughs> yes, I said. That. And I make up New words South as well. Wales, New South Wales players were dipping their balls in like <laughs> their wet balls or something along those lines because their balls they they were getting their rugby balls and dipping them into like wet soapy water to make them slippery anyway no matter which way i kind of said it it just sounded like that they were fondling their slippery balls and <laughs> i make was, up words on on when i was doing coffee. i also said um oh canadia Rather, rather than Canada. Canada. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Um, Live what, television. What are, your fries? Best. what are your fries this week? Um, I have a, a couple because I, I didn't realise that. Um, so I was looking at all the results and Paris Saint-Germain, um, you know, Neymar's team, Mbappe, mm. you like Mbappe. Mbappe. Um, they lost 1-0 and they had in the game five red cards and nice. something something like 13 yellow cards in this game. And then I realised why it had um, so many cards was because Neymar uh, showed some aggression on VAR and they, they called him back and got him sent off. But what had happened was, and this is where the boiled potato comes in, Alvaro was um, just said some racist um, comments to Neymar uh, calling him a, a monkey, among other things. Um, and it's absolutely destroyed the internet in terms of... Because um, Neymar got sent off and this guy has just got off scot-free. Well, he... Um Base, or Neymar came out on Twitter and said the reason yeah. why he showed aggression was because he got called a monkey. And the yeah. guy's come back on Twitter and said that he's done no such thing. So he's refuting it, saying, so it's a bit of a, like, a, a he said, you know, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, you kind of go, well, unless there is photographic sort of evidence or video replay where you can see him actually mouthing the words, Neymar can't, yeah, can't really get out of it. can't really and prove it. Exactly, um, but not nice um, to hear. No, if it's true, I mean, the thing is, if there's there's not many reasons why Neymar would would go crazy like he did, like, and that's 
And that's pretty uh, pathetic if that's actually happened and it's all true. Um, so that's my ball potato. My fries are going to the rugby league boys. Now, um, I did post on my Instagram, not because nobody follows me. You don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, the guys, I've never noticed before, but when the guys get hit and they look to be stumbling before they hit the ground, you know that point where you know you've been hit and you know you can cuss and you're not quite going to pass out? Um, many times the boys from both teams would come and, and hug the person that was about to fall before he hit the deck. Now, that to me was so compelling and it happened two or three times in a couple of the games in the rugby league. I don't know if that's a, it's a switch of character, but I've never, ever seen that before. You know, that macho-ness of, you know, they don't need our help, um, you know, fuck them, they're, they're on the other team, don't worry about it. It, there's this real camaraderie about it that um, I really loved and uh, and I thought, you know, good on them because they get such a bad rap all the time, the rugby league boys. Um, and it was just really special to see that they, they're looking after each other in, the, in that space. I think there are certain things, aren't there, that when you see it on the field that both teams just kind of go, okay, this is just a game. Like I was playing hockey on the weekend and one of the girls – um, we're playing against your old team, Parker, and a girl swung through and caught this other girl accident in the chin, on her jaw, blood just went everywhere. She was screaming because she thought that she'd pretty much broken her jaw. Um, but both teams, you know, straight away went in there to, to help this girl because, you know, any sort of facial injury, any head injury or trauma, spinal injury, you know, you just kind of go, all right, we both need to, both sides need to sort of come in here and make sure that this person is okay. So it is really nice yeah. to see. And I get annoyed at people that kind of think that um, it's more, you know, that it's an act of weakness or yeah, I guess you're, thing, yeah. you know, having a, not a laugh, but you're showing support by the other side by going and kind of offering your sympathy. I think that that's silly. Yeah. Well, I had, I had similar when I was at the tennis and I just drank too much and um, fainted and, <laughs> And some of the boys caught me from work. So can really relate. Oh, that's, that's what a sports bet team is all about. Did they, did they, they just get around, around you and hug you? They did because it was at a work function and there was like about yeah. 500 people there from work and they all stood around me to make sure no one saw me faint. And there we go. And then there's this room going around. Weekend. Weekend at Bernie's holding you up. Then there was a rumor going around. Oh, she just donated blood, that's why. <laughs> I don't that's know who started one. that. That's that's a good one. So thank you. So I can really relate to the, the NRL she, players. There. She just donated a a pint, yes, of uh, blood. Yes. She did this morning when we, really it was just because I'd just gone vegetarian and I hadn't <laughs> drunk hadn't eaten anything and I was drinking and it was hot and so it's my own fault. Anyway, so I can relate. And that is winding up our show on that incredibly unprofessional note from my end. Thank you for listening. Join in next week. Make sure you like, subscribe, tell your friends um, and send us in any any mail if you want to join our mail back, which is very so far unsuccessful. I actually do have one that I was meant to read today, but we ran out of time about a fun rule for another sport. We can bring that in next week. So... Great. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Great. That was a lot of words, wasn't it? Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Can't wait. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.